0: Stand by your man Now you might think that's completely random It isn't Because I've just finished talking about Donald Trump and his wife uh, Defending him But whichever strategist came up with that idea I don't think it worked very well Boys talk is what they have in the locker room We won't be grabbing anybody by the genitals uh, This is a different kind of boys talk Talking about Manchester United uh, The greatest team once were And will be again uh, My name's is nesta i'm uh, broadcasting from here in londinium uh, soon to be released from the shackles apparently of europe and over there in rainy soggy manchester where the roof has quite literally fallen in uh, is it's paul i was gonna call you pogba there because i'm writing pogba down it's robert <laughs> meekin good evening mr nesta how are you? how is that roof
1: yeah, I think problematic would be a polite description presently. Yeah,
0: yeah, well, it's because you had the Olympic and Paralympic champions there in that tiny little city for a hot It was minute.
1: very unrepresentative of Manchester that as we celebrated our Olympic achievements, it happened to rain yesterday just <laughs> by chance. It, <laughs> I was,
0: know. Very I
1: know. it was very unlucky.
0: <laughs> no, it <was> very funny. <laughs> no, no, do, no, we, we have much, as they say uh, in Hackney, we have much to discuss, Mr. Meekin. Goodness gracious mm. me. When did it happen and how did it happen that the mighty Manchester United, the most uh, trophied team in the history uh, of the, 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 the league, the Premier League, uh, is happy parking a bus uh, with and at our fiercest rival's house?
1: Yeah, I mean, that, that certainly uh, dawned on me last night as I watched the game. Yeah, what a turnaround. Uh, if we'd said that sort of three or four years ago, that as you say we'd be playing seven at the back essentially away to Liverpool and we'd be delighted with a draw at the end, I think we would. Um, I don't think we'd have believed you. But if I put my pragmatic hat on and I look at what's happened to Manchester United since in the recent years, and let's be honest, the the the, the minor collapse that's occurred inside the club post Fergie, I have to regard this as part of the rebuild job that it was a sensible, boring, strategic decision that worked.
0: But, well, but hold I on, hold I, on I, a yeah. minute. Hold on, yeah. hold on. And, and I am a bit edgy tonight, so let me apologise yeah. in advance. Have yeah. another coffee. <laughs> no, we've run out yeah. here. We've run out of <laughs> drunk all of it. Here's the Get th- the decaf on. Here's the thing. on. You know, that horrible word, the T word that people have hated me using for the past three or four years, Oh, Liverpool, a team in transition. Uh, and how is it that they've got further ahead in their transition uh, than us who have spent, you know, a zillion pounds? Yeah, no. It doesn't make sense what you're saying. Oh, I think it does. I mean, I think with... Um, oh, I think
1: it does, yeah, <laughs> he says. Well done. I think with... Uh, with um, we've all been really excited. Mourinho has arrived, understandably, with huge fanfare. We have bought the most expensive player in the world, again, with huge fanfare. We've got this very famous... Great center has come in. We've all been really, really excited about it. We've been talking about seeing this potential title-winning season after some dreadful years recently. But what we've seen so far is that the sum of the parts isn't quite working. It seems that the Mourinho is still trying to get his head around what his best formation is, getting the best out of Podpo which we still wait to see. I just, I think at the moment it's just things are still misfiring. And if I put my optimistic hat on, I think he is going to get it right but it isn't going to be a quick fix we've got some fantastic footballers in there and as you rightly say we've also spent a lot of money i think we are in a good place going forward but is this a great team presently no it's not it isn't in sync it is infuriating and is it
0: always about money
1: no well we know many you know we we know sometimes that um clubs can spend a small fortune and still you know fail to deliver so it's of spending the money right and let's be honest with the, the Paul Pogba, by, we were all absolutely thrilled by because he, he he represented everything we wanted in sort of a dynamic attacking midfield as a sort of swashbuckling player we've been lacking, and I still believe he will become an absolute hero at Manchester United. It's just unfortunately he can't he hasn't been able to really hit the ground running. It's going to take a bit of time for him to settle into the team, for him to settle into his role, for the manager to know what his role is, and I think more generally as well, just for the team. To, to get to, to be in sync and get going forward, we we know just by the formations he 's chosen he 's been fiddling he 's been trying to work out where his best players are he 's been suggesting that maybe there are other surprises in the squad we haven 't seen yet he 's still trying to find his way himself as a manager. But I think all these things we do have to understand, so in terms of that boring draw last night, yes, it was boring, it was a bit deflating that we have to do that against Liverpool. I think it was just a necessary evil at a time when the team is still finding its way. No, I don't think this no. is something we're going to be talking about in a few months'
0: time. Well, none of the things you've discussed there are new. All of them would have to have been taken into consideration. If mm. my memory serves me rightly, he was in Gardening leave, and knowing him the way that we do, he would have been looking at it. It's not like he mm. hasn't had money to spend. Absolutely. He spent an awful lot of money. You know, if you look at Pogba, if you look at Bay, he, he spent an awful lot of money. He's also had players come back. At, you know, he's a He's got Rashford at his disposal as like a, a a new player. If you if you figure it in like that, uh, he's also got the uh, the, the right back Luke Shaw who comes in uh, as a sure. new player. So I, I don't know that I'm, I'm totally buying. I, I think like you, eventually it will come uh, true. But I'm interested in the fact that you think the enigma is Paul Pogba as opposed to the rest of the world who thinks the enigma and the problem uh, and the worry uh, is curiously the, the team captain
1: yeah well I mean let's be honest we always thought when, when Mourinho said at the beginning of the season Wayne in my eyes he's, he's a forward nothing more nothing less and I thought that's really putting the pressure on Rooney with just by the sort of players we had yeah, because we knew with Zlatan arriving as well that Rooney essentially his chance of being a team therefore was in that that 10 role behind Zlatan now there's a lot of competition for that role and within weeks Rooney has lost his place now i for all Mourinho's you know, obvious you know, protestations, he's also loyal to the players it's, and it's the captain still as well. At the moment, it's difficult to see you know, a direct way back for Rooney in, in terms of the, you know, the starting eleven for the big games. I think that rot has set in and it's going to be very difficult for him to, to find his way back.
0: Do you um, think? Um, I, I think Mourinho sometimes... handled it pretty well. Yeah, fair, yeah, we but, but do you think that we sometimes forget that, that here is a human being? He's booed. Mm. Here's the most, yeah. uh, uh, you know uh Capped player, outfield player. uh He scored more goals for this country. Right, fine. You can argue that none of them mean anything, but it doesn't matter. He can only score when we play, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, and and he's booed. And he just against Malta, he's booed. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, this is after being put on the bench for, for, for what three, four consecutive games. Do we forget that this is a human being? Do you think?
1: I think we. I think we do. I think we do to an to an extent. I mean, I I think the decision is the right one certainly on the part of Manchester United uh, what what they have done but Rooney has been a player because of his profile since his teenage years has attracted incredible levels of flack incredible levels of scrutiny just to make things worse now he isn't quite the player he was and now the drama on top of him being that high profile player is the fact he's being dropped and left on the bench so yeah it is tough and it will be a real adjustment for him, I'm sure, emotionally as well. I and mean, he's putting on a, a brave face so far. But these things don't tend to end happily for the, these big players. they like you know, the, the chief stags of the team. That's what Rooney was the main stag of the United team. At the end of the day, they, they, time always catches up with them, and it's, it rarely ends well. Normally, it ends with a very unhappy player who still thinks he's good enough to be in the team. Being left out, you know, it, it it doesn't all end with a bouquet
0: and po- of roses. And poisoning the squad. It does. I mean, look. I mean, we don't. We only have to look
1: back at so many of our our talisman, our leading figures. Keen, I mean, I think Keen Eric, is the Eric, one really. Keen, Keen, is the huge one. Eric Cantona is an honourable exception because he bowed out thirty-two. Yeah, and he he'd actually he was he hadn't had a particularly good season, which gets rather forgotten now. And he decided, I'm possibly not the player I was. Gone. And he just, he did it very, very cleanly. But I mean, look at Stephen Gerrard at Liverpool. I mean, he didn't, you know, people thought he'd been so hard done by. He dragged that team along for years.
0: Lampard at Chelsea.
1: Lampard at Chelsea, you know, and I'd have to say, you know, it, so there it is. It, it's tough. It's tough to do these things well because a player is always going to think he's good enough. He's still got it in. He can still reproduce form of four years ago, even if there's no indication as fans or a manager that you can do it. They're going to feel that because they're the sort of, creatures they are, footballers. Uh, it's hard. So but what is the right then, call. Rob?
0: He tries hard, he runs about a lot, and he can still spray the ball a good 30 or 40 mm. yards. What is it then?
1: I don't think he's got... I think he, he, he's lost... Uh, he's certainly lost uh, part of his pace. I think he's lost the killer instinct, and maybe it's a confidence thing as well, that he had even sort of four or five years ago. I mean, I think Rooney up until sort of 2010... 11, yeah, was still looking like a really top draw player. And he just, he, he's got the sense that anything was possible with him around the box, you know. It, um, now that seems to sort of have gone. It seems a lot more laboured. It seems a lot more cautious. Obviously, his his form has always been up and down throughout his career, but, yeah, the, the dips in form now you know, go on for some, some time. So you have to wonder whether age, it's been said a lot, is catching up with him. which is ludicrous to talk to talk about a guy who's only 31 no, no, in interesting. the coming days. No, but no. he's been playing since he was a teenager. Yeah, so but Bob, you could argue do, do you he's re- almost 35.
0: Yeah, but do you remember Sir Alex said, at the time of that contract, where when he was the peacock, uh, mm. and he was like, you know what I mean, I, I, unless I mm. get players and I'm, I'm not staying. Yeah, Sir Alex said... I, I always remember this he doesn't strike me as the sort of player he's going to be running around the way he plays when he's 33, 34 and that's yeah. why when we gave him that contract at that, that amount of money that took him through effectively to that age yeah. I did wonder whether or not we weren't uh, you know Madman though he may be is still the greatest manager uh, that yeah. you know the Premier League has ever seen and to ignore his words like that or uh, you know he's going to come on top and it has in a way has not it?
1: I think Ferguson you have to say for I mean, Ferguson was all always famously ruthless about aging players whether it be Keane, whether it be mark hughes whether it be brian robson he was you know he he did know when to cut them adrift to be honest he always did have that 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 knack about him now he identified i think when rooney had them over a barrel with that that contract however many years ago it was now i think four or five years ago he um united again probably weren't particularly coming from a position of strength you know city were coming into you know, becoming increasingly powerful, and we were all panicking, thinking we're gonna, we are going we can not lose our star player. At this point, the squad, hadn't, let's be honest, probably wasn't even at that point in its in its prime. The likes of Cristiano Ronaldo had gone. We, were, you know, we 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 were we were worried we were going sideways and down. a bit, so there was a real desperation to hold on to Rooney. But I think Fer- Ferguson's instinct about where that player was going to go in the coming years is is probably you know sadly proved to be correct.
0: In terms of that game, Valencia, I mean, I know that you don't think he was a man of the match. He had a stormer, didn't he? I
1: thought he was very good. And I, I must admit, I've i been sceptical for a long time. I've been, I always regarded him as a sort of stopgap full-back, whether that's fair or not, just because of the situation United have been in in recent years. He, he found himself in that position as a right-back, obviously, essentially, by trade being a winger. And you've got to say... He's really, really stepped up to the plate. And I think, I think he's actually getting better and better in that position, in that fullback position. And of course, then on the overlaps, he's, you know, he's, he's great to watch, you know, in terms of, because, say, being a natural winger, he's got all manner of pace. If there was a world class cross at the end of it, my God, he'd be a player.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, what was interesting <laughs> last night, you saw, you talk about him. Liverpool have had to do that with one of their star players and uh, Milner. And Milner still had the pace to run past Rooney a couple of times, didn't he? <laughs>
1: He did, unfortunately, (laughs) uh, yes. You feel my own age, when people like Milner are now starting to be considered veterans... But a commentator said last night that Milner is almost old enough to be Rashford's father, and he thought, "My goodness, time
0: is moving on."
1: (laughs) (laughs) Still good enough
0: when I see him. Still good enough to be in that England team. Certainly in the squad. Certainly a conversation with Southgate should have been had. When I hear them, uh, you know, discussing whether or not they're going to bring John Terry back, I get, "Well, hold on a minute." Milner has always given you 100%. Tell him what you want. He'll do your job for you.
1: There are players like that, aren't there? Good players like Darren Fletcher I put in that bracket as Ka- Ka- well. You know. you know,
0: Carrick used to be like that, didn't he? He did, well, he did. You know what I mean? And and, and that's why he thought, I can't, I can't keep carrying me bags, leaving me family and going on this trip. I can see Muppets coming past me in the squad when I know I can do a <laughs> job. And that's why he yeah. retired early as well, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it's, it's true, it's true, yeah. And, uh, I mean, it'd be interesting now on the, um, on the Carrick front, I mean, again, he wasn't, I know there was quite a clamour, uh, last night for him to start people thought maybe yeah, he could be the holding player um i i mean i i, I think there's no doubt in well, it would be ridiculous to doubt carrick's technical ability and his and his brain and his reading of the yeah. game Game's why I would doubt for. a game against liverpool yeah. that was a speedy liverpool yeah. side yeah. i think made the right call and brings us neatly on i think to the subject of Juan herrera who I think has been one of the really happy, surprising plus points of this season so far. I think that holding midfield position, he's, he's looking like he could make it his own, which I think is fantastic for United going forward, because we really have cried out for that sort of intelligent player who can just di- dictate the play and read the play. I think he's seen that's the posi- that's the only position he can really take in the United side now, particularly with the arrival of... Pogba, and I think he's he's really taken that chance. I mean, I thought he was he was excellent last night. Yeah,
0: even without Pogba firing on all cylinders, and if you take Slattern out of it for a minute, you've yeah. got you've got now what we haven't had in a while, which is a spine. Uh, because if we go from front to back, you, you know, you, yes, you got you got the Rashfords, uh, and you're hoping Martial comes back with something. Yeah. Lingard now in the England team, you imagining that will give him uh, some confidence. So you work back from Rashford, uh, you got um uh, Herrera there who's doing great things uh, as you say uh, you've got Bayi there uh, yeah, who's yeah. just a monster just uh, yeah. absolutely the best Excellent. African player uh, since Tor- y- Yaya Torre uh, and the Bison yeah. uh, up at Chelsea just absolutely fantastic uh, yeah. and then the guy who slept for most of the match and then came out with, with, with two <coughs> amazing saves even with the dodgy beard
1: yeah, that's right, and they, they,
0: and that's something we should
1: be encouraged about, because if we discussed the Manchester United spine a couple of years ago, yeah. we wouldn't have been having a very optimistic conversation, and now, and, and let's be honest, a lot of those players you mentioned, there's a lot of youth, youth is on their side, young goalkeeper, by, you know, very young guy, could play for years, Herrera could, you know, let's, let's, i don't want to get ahead of myself, but he, he looks like he's just made it into the Spain squad as well, which is a really good sign. He looks like he's on an upward curve. It'd be fantastic if he could make that position his own. We're going to hope that a certain Paul Pogba in front of him is going to flourish. And then, as you say, the wonderful talent that is Rashford. You also hope that Martial, Lingard. I do not even mentioned Luke Shaw. He's a yeah, fabulous and, and, player. If and, so and, and, and
0: Smalling's got any balls at all, he'll take this yeah. as a slap for the first half of the year, and he'll go. I need to, I need to yeah. be back there because I'm every bit as good as Ferdinand, and I, I don't just look like him. I can play like him too. Yeah. So, 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 so you know, if you look at it from that point of view, uh, there there are uh, instruments uh, with which uh, Marino can play. Now, I know that sounds dodgy, but I don't mean it in the way that you're going to take. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he can create something from from there. Uh, in terms of th- that game last night, uh, there was another one of your boys that you uh, spend an awful lot of time kicking who came on and did an absolutely fantastic job. Flash Harry, uh, 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 Mr Young did very, very well, didn't he? He did.
1: In all fairness, it's he did. Does it, Is it I... hurt you to say it? Yeah, I know, he takes deep breath. I think... I've never doubted. I've always, I've always said. I think, yeah, he's a he's a really good pro, Ashley Young. I've had, I must admit, I for me, his sort of purchase represented Manchester United going on a downward curve because I don't think he was a sort of level of player we needed. A squad player, yes, but not a player to be starting eleven if we're going to be trying to win premierships, Champions leagues, blah blah blah. I've made that argument before. What I would say about him is he's obviously an intelligent player. He takes instructions really well. Coaches obviously like him because he's adaptable. I don't think he's. He does anything in a particularly remarkable fashion? I don't think you'd ever say uh, Ashley Young in the world in the words world class together, but he did a decent, diligent job last night, and yeah, you can't debate that. And as a squad player, can be useful, but essentially, he was playing as an extra fullback because we were playing with seven defenders,
0: yeah. Yeah, uh, that's, what you, that's what happens when you say you have a back three, isn't it? You've got two holding midfield players, oh, three yeah. at the back and then two uh, wing-backs. But he did, well. he
1: did the job uh, well, he yeah, did that, the job uh,
0: well. Yeah. That's all he can ask, yeah, you know. Yeah, and yeah. and that, uh, Valencia's uh, tackle, but I thought that was a goal. For, uh, that tackle was just gorgeous absolutely to watch.
1: Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, uh, no, my goodness, the gorgeous. margin of error,
0: yeah. Uh, absolutely lovely. Uh, okay, so, I mean, that's the match last night. We certainly spoiled their rhythm. We certainly made it more difficult. Uh, for the guy who's been starting up top for England, looked appalling last night. And he's going to have yep. to sit and take a good, hard, uh, long look at himself. Uh, but w- w- where's the boy that was um, uh, so long he's out? Sick note. Phil Jones, what's happened with him? What do you, is there anything coming out of <coughs> Manchester? Well, again, I, be- I believe he's been, he's been
1: flirting with getting back into the, the squad. So I think he's almost, he's almost match fit now. But you would... really, where would he compete for a place? Yeah, you'd say in the Europa League team, which I know we'll get on to, but better or worse, he would be considered in that. But you see the progress Baye has made, Chris Smalling, Valencia right back, another position he could play. Well, fosser would be certainly ahead of Phil Jones in my book. It's a a tough one for um, Phil Jones presently to get into that side. And of course, the fact he's been um, injured you know, for, since uh, essentially since Mourinho is there, it's not it's not made it easy for him. I'd love him still to come through, but let's be honest, the odds look strongly against him.
0: Somebody's got to go. I mean, we, we have to accept yeah. that. Uh, Mourinho's going to want one or two more players in January, yes. which means that three or four will have to go. Mm. Okay, so look. In terms of that, we've got a pretty interesting week coming up, haven't we? <laughs> uh, because, uh, you know, we'll go back to you up in a little while. Let, let's go to uh, where, you know, he's going to be in the news, has been in the news today. I thought he was... On a very, very shallow piece of ground when he started talking about the referee. Uh, And and I wish he hadn't, because anything you say, soon as you acknowledge it's going to be difficult, it's difficult for any referee. And once you talk about the difficulties, at least Liverpool's was anonymous. It didn't come out under the auspices of Jürgen Klopp, so it couldn't be attributed to him. But we knew that their fan base was not happy that here was a guy who lived, what, within six miles of Manchester, taking Mm. charge of a game. I thought he did all right last night, by the way, let me just say but that. He
1: certainly did, yes, yes.
0: But but, but Marino's going to find that that little fund uh, that he keeps going at, at, at the FA, at the pro, he's going to get even bigger. I think he's given, in his two terms, over £200,000 in fines. Mm-hmm. So it, it's clearly something that he's funding, some charity.
1: Oh, yeah, and he... And Marino, when he's, he feels his back is to the wall, when he's got a team that's misfiring, that's when... These, these sort of outbursts occur. If you look back yeah, historically whether you look whether it be Chelsea, whether it be Real Madrid, it seems he always yeah, but when he, when the yeah, tide is against yeah, him right. he comes out fighting and he and he claims a conspiracy. That's the beast we have gone with. Yeah, but I most most people, people are not the,
0: talking about when you're talking today, most people are not talking about a misfiring Pogba. They're not talking about the Rooney story. Today the story is about Mourinho yeah. A- and it will yeah. carry on like that because Saturday or Sunday excuse me the story at Stanford Bridge the yep. returning Messiah uh, the loved one the special one the s- it will be so interesting what does he say does he say uh, you know my heart is here but now I'm working someone else uh, did he say even when I was here I was trying to get to Manchester United does he say uh, it didn't go as well as I want these players owe me something because they won the premiership for me and then they badly let me down anything he says this weekend is going to be headline news
1: it certainly is and of course a, a great deal of Chelsea fans were very upset he went they felt the players had betrayed him that was certainly the feeling at the time so it'll be rather interesting to see how the Chelsea fans respond to him I'm sure Mourinho will try and do a sort of po-faced sort <laughs> of look when he comes on um, But he said anything he says he can't he can hardly say Chelsea will always be have a special place in my heart. When it's the Manchester United that can't go yeah. down well, but he'll, he'll, there'll be a, a, a Mourinho-esque slant he'll put on it. We, we can't quite see now. It might make us even laugh next week, but yep. I'm sure he's already thought about it. But you know, it, it won't. It'll, it'll be a real curveball he'll offer us in terms of his psychological assessment of what's gone on.
0: And they, of course, uh, you know, have just beaten uh, the champions of uh, Great Britain. They've just, sorry, Mm -hmm. champions of England at 3-0. I mean, yeah, to all intents and purposes, it was a weakened team because Leicester Mm. were focusing on Europe vote and that, that for another conversation for another day uh, but certainly their confidence will be up. Some, some arguments in the papers today about whether or not uh, their striker is having a problem with the manager, he didn't like the way he mm. was being coached uh, from the technical area and said look you leave me alone or take me off but, but they are playing uh, you know lovely football uh, slowly, quietly uh, without the gaze uh, 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 the publicity that you have at Manchester United trying to get something going
1: they are i think they've obviously got a very good manager they of course have had a rotten rotten bizarrely bad season last season but you look at the personnel it's 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 potentially obviously a very strong team potentially a team that's obviously a title contender i also say the united have literally been going sideways recently we're currently two points behind them having played the same just shows that yeah they were so it's very hard to judge just how, who, who's, who's ahead, whether yeah. Chelsea are ahead of us or we're ahead of them in terms of ability squad-wise presently. I fancy you still to be able to do something now. I really do. I think Chelsea are certainly a, are certainly a beatable proposition. And if Manchester United put together a disli- disciplined performance and with a bit of all-important luck, there's no
0: reason why we, we might not nick it. You're part of the bus again. Yeah, Part like again.
1: well, let's be honest. If we just split, if we could do the comparison with Liverpool, I think yeah, it will be similar. And at the end of the day, if Pogba, yeah, the one of the one of the few really good moments of Pogba when he put that cross over it if flat oh, on the on end the of that, we be having a very difficult diff, diff, different conversation now. He should have scored. That. World class players put that away, today. didn't
0: they? Yeah, Andy really, Carroll would have put that away, wouldn't he? Should have
1: should have put it away. And right now, I don't think. The papers would have been so full of oh, what do you do with Pogba? because even it was just one moment, everyone have said what a marvelous assist. Well,
0: you pay your money, and it would don't have you? Been different. You pay your money, yeah, yeah. We won so, because okay. of your cross, so you know they can't say anything bad Sadly. about him. Moment of magic, yeah. It, it was you're nothing.
1: right, but it, but I'm hoping say a similar instant will occur with Chelsea in a big one where we can actually edge it. You're right though, Mourinho isn't going to be isn't in a mood to be taking risks. He's already said, look, this is our real rough sequence of fixtures. We want to get through these. There's going to be a, a run of fixtures in the not too distant future where we potentially be looking to try and win four or five in a row in the premiership right now it's just battling through these. That seems to be his attitude.
0: I, I suppose just going back to the match last night, what I, I, I struggled with is we did so <coughs> well, didn't we, against Leicester with the set pieces, mm. with the corners. That's fine. I understand. You know, you, you're part of the bus, whatever. But you've got Valencia running down one wing, you know, uh, and you've got Young running down the other. Mm. Try and get the deflected. Try and get the corner. Get the players up. You've got, what, six-five mm-hmm. six, what, three-and-a-half? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you've got some big... You, you got the fluffy head boy Fellaini, in it. we had height and power that they didn't have, and we didn't at any point attempt to use that to our advantage. You score a headed goal from a set piece; well, it's still a goal, isn't it?
1: Of course, it is, and that's why I mean, that's the that's the obviously that's the fallback from, from playing this um, this sort of uh, system. Is that really? Let's be honest. When we're going forward, it was sort of two or three players essentially, you know, who, who were in any sort of you know, menacing forward positions because we were so playing so deep. That obviously means you can contain the team, but it comes with a cost. And then we're just relying on a bit of luck or one, an ind- individual bit of brilliance the other end. So, yeah, of course it would be nice to see it's pressing more the other side. But Mourinho has clearly made this call right now because the team isn't quite where he wants it to be. It's safety first presently. Might be annoying for the fans, but they would have been a bit more annoyed if we'd been stuffed 3-0 last night.
0: forget about the fans, mate. 13% drop in the number of people watching at Premiership Games at Sky. They were hanging everything on this game. (laughs) A worldwide audience of, you know, half a billion people who would have thought, quite frankly, and with all due respect to anybody listening for my language, it was shit.
1: Yeah, I must admit, I've spoken to a, a couple of neutrals today who are just keen football fans who were delighted in the fact they they just circumstances meant they'd missed the game. <laughs> it's just, outside United Liverpool fans, I think everyone that people are regarding it as an incredibly poor match. Yeah. We all wrapped up in it. I thought it was really exciting. For the, it dawned on me after about 70 minutes my mad bias that this might not be a classic. Yeah. But yeah. I think if you were a neutral, my goodness, no, no, no. Very hard
0: on the eye. Yeah, but, but you know, I, I make the point about Sky TV because they're paying quadrillions. Mm. Uh, you know, we've got even the worst teams, or, sorry, the lowest teams... Pay for the basically. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, in the division yeah. uh, amongst the richest clubs in the world. Uh, I've always said that can't last forever. I think everybody knows it won't last forever. Mm. Uh, but more games like that just uh, hastens at the time when uh, we'll be seeing this uh, whole money-making machine implode. Uh, In terms of uh, uh, Europe, quickly uh, Bobby, uh, I'm guessing he'll put a few of the uh, fringe players out, and actually, uh, there'll be a lot of them. Lingard, I suppose. You'll have Depay possibly. Uh, Mm. Rooney quite possibly. Carrick possibly. Uh, Carrick, uh, who'll be looking uh, to make their their mark, who'll be looking to get involved. Mm. You know, what's happened to Darmian, Blind, all of those types of players. Uh, You know, players who would have been in the first 11 or would have expected to have been in the first 11 it, it could be quite an exciting game i like to think so if i if i'm pessimistic
1: about it I, w- I would just briefly say that i love the idea that we almost have like our europa league team and it's loads of players chomping at the bit who are on the fringe of the squad trying to make their point and trying to force the way into you know how this team having its own identity and it's going through the group stages what we've seen so far has been Pretty much dirge, and I just wonder about the psychology of these players feeling like second-class citizens because they are they're fairly pampered individuals, and I think I I do wonder sometimes whether it's particularly easy uh, for them to, to to come up with a great performance when they feel well clearly we're second best. In
0: this squad i just wonder no, no, what we've no. seen so far the it's the coach's pretty- job bob listen it is, it this is. team is going somewhere i want you to be a part of it at the moment i've yeah. had to structure it in a particular way but we have uh this which is a european game a worldwide audience in order for you to show the world and me most importantly what you can do do not Waste this opportunity. You are in the shop window. Go out there and do your best. What what what, what do you have to be? Cercullian to make You don't have to be a, a Churchill to make a speech like that, and, and you should be able to get the best out of them.
1: No, I completely know what you're saying. I mean, also, Jose Marino only admitted a couple of weeks ago so he didn't even want to be in the Europa League, which we all know, but I didn't know why he really had to say it. Um, I just don't. I, I I think there are certain players in that team who just who won't respond particularly well to being essentially in the second tier i do and i think that's a bit of a problem because you need you know a dilemma because of course you want to keep your top 11 13 14 players essentially fresh for the premier for the premiership i think this europa league team was well, we know so far it's it's struggled rather has yet to find its identity And i do worry sometimes that uh, the, the, the the players aren't as up for it as they might
0: be yeah uh, well with uh, the 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 uh, Rashford cramp uh, uh, last night. Maybe he will not uh, figure in. Hopefully,
1: Martial it. will get a. I'd, lo- I'd love to see Martial start and get a hat full of goals. To be really honest, because I think him coming back into form would be very good news for the team. Because he was he was wonderful for periods of last season, and I'm still convinced he's. Oh, yeah. Gonna be at the high end of quality.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I think there's yeah. a little problem behind the scenes at the minute. Yes. yes uh, but yes. Uh, maybe we'll leave that one off. Because
1: that's not a <laughs> problem. need to that's check not- with the. The, the esteemed legal team behind this podcast <laughs> yes. what we can actually say yes hey, oh
0: there's silence okay we'll uh, yeah, yeah, no <laughs> no no apparently for our overseas <laughs> listeners there's somebody called ched evans who's listening as well uh, so we need to be very very careful uh, google him if you don't know what I'm talking about listen Bob uh, we've come to the end of our, our broad width so, uh, I'm guessing that we'll uh, get a draw midweek and we'll get a draw against Chelsea uh, what are your thoughts what are your predictions
1: oh no I'm going to I have to. I have to counter that, don't I? I'm duty bound to counter that. I, I'm going to go for us to uh, to beat Fenerbahce. That those the, those slumbering second tier players I just spoke about. are going to come good. I'm going to. I'm going to go for a you're two 0 win over.
0: You're a walking yeah. paradox, man.
1: <laughs> I really am. I say I'm going to go. I'm going to be bold and say a one nil win over Fenerbahce, and I'm going to go for us to beat Chelsea 2-1 uh,
0: you the man you the yeah. man Bob, <laughs> I'm going to have
1: another sherry now
0: look after yourself <laughs> shelter yeah. yourself from the rain and we'll talk again next week God bless you Robert Meekin from Manchester it's just left for me here at uh, Towers here in Londinium to say come on you Reds
1: If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for The Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the
0: same lot that produced this one Sports Social Podcast Network.